LIW The Walking Dead comic reviews brought to you by Trojan Brand Condoms, because who wants to actually enjoy the sex that they're having? LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. I am Phoenix West. Welcome to another episode of the Fear, blah, blah, Fear the Walking Dead. No, where are we at? The Walking Dead comic review. Today's chapter that we're reviewing is Chapter Thirteen: Too Far Gone. So this one is interesting. Shit hits the fan a little bit more. This this fan can this fan is it's like a bu- shit bukkake on the fan because shit keeps hitting it, just spray, spraying on it, you know. Um, this one starts off a little boring, but that's fine. Um, Abraham's scared to go outside the wall again. He's been he's he's like this is nice being inside. I don't want to go outside again. Shit. Um, Michonne and Morgan fucked. That's a bit weird. I want to keep another tally aside to how many people the main characters fuck. Um, Michonne's got to be up there. Got to be hitting the second hand, you know? Not really. Um, she fucked Tyrese. I think that was really it. Anyway, they um, <clears throat> they fuck. Who cares? Moving on. Um, Glenn pretends to pick food out of the pantry and be like, oh, what's this? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, unlocks a window to the armory so they can sneak in later. Abraham's building the walls with Bruce. Bruce, uh, kind of chubby guy, glasses, sunglasses. He looks like a biker dude. They don't really get into Bruce that much. Not at all. The, uh, Bruce kind of explains to him, like, you realize what's going on here. There's more flaws than you think. The, the way he gives up jobs is the dumbest people are outside these walls building them. Let me look around. Everyone's retarded out here. That's basically what he says. He's like, we're the dumbest. And Abraham's like, oh, shit. And then um, Holly's attacked by, by zombies, by the Zeds. And Abraham saves her. And everyone else wants to just give up. Like, ah, fuck it, who cares? But Abraham's like, oh, and fights his way in there and kills them all. And they're all just like, whoa. They all ask for, <laughs> what's his name? Tobin, I think, is the leader. He wants to do the uh, Zephrenix, whatever the hell the formation was, where they all stand back-to-back together in a group, basically make a star, and then shoot in different directions. It's a terrible formation. It's nice to have one person facing the other way. That's it. You don't need everybody facing different directions. That's just stupid. They, um, Especially if it's an isolated attack on one side. You don't. It'd be easier to stand in line, have one person keep up, look over your shoulder. Anyway, fuck it, moving. Abraham saves her. She's grateful. He, he she hits Tobit in the or knees him right in the fucking gut. He falls. Rick and Glenn take a bunch of guns, and they they're not. He's like, I think he took too, too many, but he gives him the Glenn to take back to the house. He runs into Douglas, and Douglas is like, you know, what are you doing out here? And, and Rick's like, oh, I'm just walking to the perimeter, you know, checking for weak spots. He's like, oh, I don't think people would appreciate you walking through their yards. And Rick's like, oh yeah, good point. And there's a lot of stuff like that in this. It's like, oh, okay. And it's like just little moments where they're trying to get away from it and setting up that they almost might get caught, but it doesn't work in a comic that much. Like those moments of tension when they're like, oh, hey, how you do-? don't work in comics. They don't. It works in on camera. It does play. 
because you can do music cues that help add the suspense. You can do you can surprise people. But in a comic, that's why every time you're reading one of these comics and something has to be revealed, the reveal comes on the it sets it up on the right right side of the page. Like if you have the two pages together, the right side of the page, the bottom right one goes. What's going to happen? And if you flip it, that's when the reveal happens. It's because they can't do the uh, jumps out at you or anything like that. They can't do a music leading up to something and then surprise. They can't do that at all. So they have to do it on the next page. That's why every time like Carl says, I killed Ben, that happens on the other page. Shit like that happens. So they, they see some the zombies overrun the prison. That happens on the next page. Stuff like that. They, um, I'm explaining how comics work for some fucking reason. Hey, uh, Andrea doesn't want a gun. She isn't. She doesn't want to betray their trust or anything. Um, Tobin and Douglas have a long discussion about how Abraham took over, and then Tobin. Everyone in this community is like actually very understanding about survival. They're like, these people know how to survive. Maybe Abraham should take over. He knows what he's doing. I don't. I, they need a leader who's not going to piss himself every time something happens. Tobin's very understanding, and you're like, wow, that's a that's a great trait to have. Like he understands when. Something would be better. He did, his ego's not out of control where he's like, I have to be in charge of my men and blah, blah. But it's, it's nice. It's refreshing to see that. Um, Gabriel has his service. He's, he's starting to feel his purpose. And that's what I set up in the, a couple chapters ago, whatever, whatever podcast that was. Is he useful? He feels his purpose. He's like, I finally, Lord, you led me here. Even though earlier I thought, Lord, that you led me here to get Rick to kill me. Just admit that you don't know what's happening and stop declaring everything the Lord in his will. It's like when um, the Cleveland Browns are like, Johnny Manziel will be our quarterback. No, never mind. He will not be our quarterback. It'll be this guy. And it's all preseason. You're like, just fucking wait. Who cares? You don't have to declare it already. Just fucking get there. Sports reference. Sorry, guys. Hopefully you're um, you know, tolerant of that shit because I like sports and comics, kind of. Um, he, he lets Douglas know that they're bad people. <laughs> he, he does this in the show too. He just, he's like, these people are fucking terrible. Like they're going to, they're going to destroy this place. And Douglas is like, don't worry about it. I got it. It's nice. It's refreshing that he didn't just run with that and let it get in his head. Douglas, that is. Um, Heath and Glenn go to get medicine for Scott. And then at this point I'm realizing Glenn looks exactly like fucking Maggie, his own wife. They both have similar facial structures, about the same height. They're both super skinny. And they have the exact same hair. And, and I thought they shaved his head for this reason, so that he would have a short hair. So if he doesn't have his hat on, they, it looks like Glenn or Maggie's making out with themselves. It just looks like they're fucking themselves. It's really weird. It's like, just shave his head again. Can we go back to that? That was fine. This is weird. It's like when couples start to look alike, this is that times ten, because... It's a drawing. I can't tell any difference sometimes. Anyway, they go to get a medicine. Um, Rick's walking the perimeter at night, and he sees Pete on his porch, and he said he was fighting with Jesse. Um, that's just kind of setting up shit for later. And this is when we get Jesse's name. His wife's name is Jesse. Their son's name is Ron. On the show, she has two kids. They have two kids, rather. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Glenn and Heath see a group of men while they're on the rooftop looking for medicine and they kill one of their own by kicking him out into the zombies so that the zombies would be focused on eating him and they could all escape. And they're like, holy shit, this group's brutal. Um, 
and you realize at this point that this this group, our our group, would all just die together, and it's kind of dumb too. You know what I mean? Like survival should be key, and if you need to sacrifice somebody, that should be something that not not easily done, but might have to be done. And they watch that as a judgment, which they end up being right, but still. Um, Rick questions Jesse about Pete. Pete walks in, gets really weird. Um, then he talks to Douglas about it, and it gets heated. Where Rick's like, "I will fucking do this, motherfucker!" And like they get they get start yelling at each other. It gets pretty cool. I like when they yell because capitalization is already happening, so they have to get capitalize it. Um, jagged lines instead of the oval when they talk, and then it has a circle around that. Another or it's just the, the oval tur- circle, whatever oval. With the words in it, and then another oval around that. It's a little shader, darker, and that's how they yell. It's really weird. It's like, oh, and you got these intense, crazy faces. I love it. Um, later on, Rick doesn't like that too much, and he's like, "Fuck it," and he goes off and he punches Pete, and, they, and then they fight, and they crash through their front door, and they cuts their faces all up. Um, Douglas is like, "Knock it off, Rick. You need to stop this." And Rick's like, "Ah," and pulls out a gun. He's like. I'll fucking do whatever I want. And basically, like, I'm in control here. If you can't handle this, I'll take control. And then Michonne knocks him out. And then he's kind of like, what the fuck, Michonne? And she's like, get a control of yourself. And Rick's like, what did I do? And he kind of realizes he went crazy. The uh, other group who kill, killed their member, um, here's Glenn and Heath get away on motorcycle. They obviously are interested in that. So they start following the sound. Rick and Pete... Um, Who's Rick and Pete? Look, oh, my note says Rick and Pete look like Marv. Uh, that that's a reference to when they crash through the window, they cut their face up, and they they put little or Denise puts little bandages all over their face, and they look just like Marv from Sin City. It was really weird, and I couldn't tell the difference between the two men. So later on, when Pete goes crazy with his knife, I thought it was Rick, and I'm like, what the fuck? Because they have the exact same things in their face. I couldn't tell. Um, Douglas explains to Rick while he's healing that everything that happened with Alexander Davidson, which it was that Alex Alexander took over everything or Davidson. He's a real Davidson took, he was a leader and he did this and he started to go crazy and he's losing his mind. I can't remember what the fuck the story was. It doesn't matter. The guy's already dead. And anyway, ben, or Douglas had to kill him. He had to kill Alexander and he's like, I've had to kill a few people and I will kill you. If you, if you fuck with me, like if you, Start to see if I start to think you're like Davidson, I'm gonna have to kill you. But I think you, I think you might have to hold on to this gun. I still, he still trusts him overall. He's like, he, he lost his cool, that's fine. He saw something that we didn't, and I didn't believe him. Blah blah blah. Jesse's moving out of away from Pete, he's, she's taking a run with him. This is when Glenn and Heath show up. Um, Rick's upstairs on the phone with, with. Deadass Lori. Lori's dead and she still won't leave the fucking comic. She still won't go away. God damn. I hate her and she won't go away. She there's a ghost in the show, basically, and she won't won't leave. Your time's up, bitch. Go. You died. Once you're dead, you should that should be it for you. You can flashbacks only. I'm sorry. You're gone. Leave. Here's the door. It can't hit you on the way out because you're dead. God damn. You're a ghost, so go right through you, bitch. Carl catches him on the phone, though. It's really weird. And he explains, I know she's not there, um, but it helps me. And Carl freaks out because he doesn't like that. Obviously. 
Um, Scott dies from, I guess, from infection from his leg. They didn't really say why. He just dies, and they have to kill him. Um, they take him outside and stab him in the head. Um, Pete's like, this isn't my house, and freaks out. Maybe Pete moved out. I don't really understand. I don't remember. Um, anyway, he flips the table, starts freaking out. Everything starts kind of building right here. Um, Maggie and Glenn finally have their fucking talk that night. She's like, I just don't want you to die, and like, I don't want to get you know, get. I don't want you to know me. I don't think you'll like me. And like, he's like, I know you. I like you. I love you. Blah blah blah. Like, I want to know what's really going on with you. I don't want us to hear that you're okay. And she kind of she has trust issues because everyone she knows died. Her whole family's dead. She has six siblings dead and her parents. Everyone she knows is dead except for Glenn. And she didn't know him beforehand, so I'm just saying. Um, they make up. Blah, blah, blah. Spencer and Andrea have dinner. That's nice. Blah, blah, blah. She, he's not 75, so that's unusual for her. Um, they kiss, and she kind of doesn't like it that much, so she leaves. Um, or she's about to leave. They're on the porch, and they see Pete walk by with a knife. And that, at that point, I was like, is it Rick? And then they go, it's Pete. I go, oh, it's Pete. It's not Rick. Okay. I didn't know what was happening because it looks like they both have bandages on their face. Um, Pete starts yelling at, starts to be like, you better kill Rick before I do. Rick shows up and is like, calm down, dude. And then he goes to slash him, and then Regina walks in the way, and he slashes her throat. Um, Spencer tackles Pete because he just cut, killed his mom. Um, Regina dies, and then Douglas tells Rick to shoot. He's like, shoot him or do it, something like that. And Rick shoots him in the fucking head. On the TV show, this is when Morgan shows up out of nowhere. Really weird. Um, Morgan's been here the whole time in our in, in the comic. They they did a whole thing with Morgan in the show that I, they didn't do in here, which is Morgan goes and lives above this store and sets up all these barriers and stuff with with sharpened wood, and he goes crazy and he's hoarding guns and like I hate Morgan on the show because he's such a fucking hypocrite. Ugh, whatever. Um, and this, he, uh, yeah, he's there the whole time. I mean, I don't need to talk about Morgan. He shoots, basically Rick shoots Pete in the fucking head. And uh, they're all just like, oh. And then the other group um, hears the shot, and then they know exactly where everybody is, so they f- just go there. And they reveal that Derek is their leader. They say his name. So I got a name to write down, finally. Um, there's a funeral. Um, this whole scene, I feel like they should have dragged out a little more. I didn't like it. This is where I don't like... They had to finish this real quick. They set it up so much that these Derek and his group are coming for these, the people in Alexandria. And then they get it over with in like three minutes. Or three pages. It's kind of lackluster, you know? I would have liked a little bit more play with that. Maybe extend it into the next chapter a little bit. Um, just, I just would have liked that more. It was too quick. I didn't, I didn't get a feel for anybody. It was kind of boring. But the funeral, funeral for all these people, these three characters are interrupted by Derek. He's at the door. I do like, what I liked about it was he's like, Rick's like, what do you want? And he goes, what do you think I want? Little pig, little pig, let me in. And I was like, oh, I like this guy. He's like going to toy with him. And then Andrea snipes their sniper that had a laser on Rick. And then she shoots Derek in the fucking head. And I was like, that was it? And then the rest of the group, Abraham kills the rest of their group. And that was it. And I, I guess, I know what they're going for. I just wish they would have had a little bit more fun with it. Because what it was for was, they shoot all of them, and the zombies hear the guns, and you see the zombies start to swarm on the Alexandria. They all start going there. 
They're setting up what happens in the next chapter a lot. And I'm fine with that. I just really wish they would have extended this whole thing with Derek and his group more. Um, they could have started it here and then finished it in the next chapter. Like I said, I really like Derek. I don't know. He, I didn't get to know him at all. I like the, I like the, I really did like the little pig, little pig, let me in. It was cool. It was a kind of a scary moment. Like, not like I wasn't scared, but like, oh, that's, oh, that's sinister. You know, you get a, like the, the governor had a few of those moments. The governor is like the only real villain so far. And I thought this is going to be another one and it was over. I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, so the characters that die are Scott, Regina, and Pete, and Derek. Um, Scott's not a main character. He spoke barely. He was in bed the whole time. Regina was kind of like, not really a main character. She only spoke to twice, I think. She talked to Scott once about Andrea, or uh, Spencer, her son, about Andrea. And then she yelled at Douglas in the first, her introduction. That's it. Pete, who the fuck is Pete? He's the dad. He just, he had a couple things of dialogue, not really main character. He's more to set up what happens with Rick and Jesse later. And to get the whole thing where Rick's trying to overcome or take over Alexandria, which we get into in the next chapter. Um, no spoilers there. I'm not saying he does, I'm not saying he doesn't. It's really cool what they do. I like it. The whole thing with Douglas. Anyway, um, that's the end of this chapter. I am Phoenix West. That's the end of this podcast. Until I go and say, go to loiteringonwonderland.com, loiteringonwonderland.com. Sound just like those words, loitering like in Wonderland. Anyway, 11 podcasts on there. Go check them out. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on YouTube. Share. Go share. Tell a friend. Um, if you have any questions to ask me, complaints, you want to send me dick pics, tit pitch, I don't care what you want to send. Um, that didn't come out right. Anyway. Do that. Send your emails, your questions, your queries to loiteringandwonderland at gmail.com. Loiteringandwonderland at gmail.com. Name of the show is L-I-W. That stands for Loitering and Wonderland. Just in case you're curious. 20 episodes in. 21. Whatever we're on. Anyway, send them there. I'll, I'll answer them on the show. And I promise. And I love you. And my name is Phoenix West. And I will see you later, citizens.